Hey everyone, this is Prasha here and I'm so excited because today I want to talk about career. I know it has been so long since we have actually spoken about tactical stuff. I know we spoke about routines and a few other things um, like a couple of weeks ago, but I just want to take some time to give you some tactical advice which will help you um, in your career. So today I want to talk about your career in terms of a promotion i know so many people want promotions want to seek promotions uh, feel like they should get a promotion um and especially people who like their jobs um are not very interested in leaving but they are also not very happy with how their company is treating them so today i just want to summarize a few things you could do to start asking for promotions start to advocate for yourself in a very mindful way without seeming pushy or without feeling like i'm not sure what i'm doing um just really really helping you in this process um and the reason i know a little bit about this is because i never switched companies when i worked in corporate america i was there for 7 years and i never actually switched companies um i worked at the same company since i graduated from college i was hired in a career fair and then i just grew within the company and i got three promotions in 6 years and as i was leaving i had gotten another promotion of the executive level so i have some experience in this topic and i really enjoy teaching people about this because usually the people who will take a risk on you or chance on you are the people who know you so what do i mean by that let's say you've been working as an engineer for 5 years 8 years 10 years and you don't have managerial experience on your resume it can be difficult to convince somebody else to take a chance on you it's easier with people who have experience okay if you have 8 or 10 years of experience it's easier for somebody on the outside to give you a chance as a manager but if you have one or two or three years of experience very few people actually will take a chance on you um especially in traditional industries i know it's different in tech but in traditional industries like uh, mechanical engineering chemical engineering biomedical engineering anything non tech anything that's not silicon valley right it is a, it can be difficult and even if you're in the silicon valley again you're more likely to get opportunities within the company with more ease than by leaving and trying something new i had a mentor who once told me if you want to be successful in a role what you want to do is risk one out of the three major factors so that means the three big things you need to remember is location industry and title what you don't want to do is change all three of them at once because then you're comp- you're really setting yourself up for failure because if you change your location if you change your department or industry completely and then you also change your title now you're going to be in a little bit of a trouble because you won't have a uh a, 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 an area that can ground you that can you know give you more confidence so let's say you stay with the same company you make sure that you're in the same industry you're only changing um one or two out of the three so that ways you're going to be more successful so let's say you've been in an industry or in company for 3 years you know a lot about the company a way more than you would if you started at a new place 
right? So there's a learning curve every time. And by seeking promotions and growth within an organization, you avoid those pitfalls. You have a more opportunity to learn and you have more strengths to play with versus if you start from scratch every time, then your strengths seem to shrink. That's the advice I got and it really worked well for my career. So I want to share that with you. This doesn't mean you shouldn't leave if you have a toxic workplace. This doesn't mean that you have to stay in your company. It just means it's these are best practices if you wish to stay and if you really enjoy where you're at. Um, so here are some things you can do. Number one, you have to stay on top of your annual reviews. It is usually the annual reviews that drive decision making as it comes to, as it pertains to performance reviews. I learned this fact super early on in my career. So I stayed on top of them and I advocated for good reviews. And I know it can be very difficult and painful and frustrating when your manager doesn't agree with your assessment. So the way I found a loophole with that is I started creating a brag sheet and I'm going to tag that in the um, show notes so you can actually use it. I created a brag sheet where you literally just go in and type out all the projects and all the things that you've been doing um, every week. You should update it. And this is like your place where you're sort of bragging to yourself. Look, I've done this. I've done this. I've done this. Because what happens is when you reach the performance review time, uh, it's too late to convince anybody about anything. So what you instead want to do is have a sheet and know what you're working on. Make sure you're also like sort of tagging those tasks back to your goals that you get got from the get-go. Um, and then every two, three months, because you're doing this on a daily basis, on a weekly basis, when you're behind on a goal, go to your manager and tell them, look, this goal doesn't seem like it's going to be achieved. What should we do to fix it? What do you want me to do? Or here's my here are some of my ideas on how we can fix it. Because in some companies, halfway through the year, let's say COVID happened, or let's say a big uh, supply chain disaster happened, halfway through the year, there are opportunities to edit some of those goals. And if you can convince your manager at that point saying, look, this goal is never going to be met, but I don't want to lose my points. What can we do differently? There is a slight possibility that there is an opportunity there to change the goal or to, um, or to create a new goal at that point. But this is only going to happen if you're at the top of the game. Like really, you have to pay attention to this stuff. In fact, it starts when you're setting goals. So you have to agree on a goal that you think is possible. I know they're going to push back, but I want you to push back too. Where if they're setting goals that are completely un impossible to accomplish, you've got to advocate for yourself at that level and say, look, I don't think this is possible. Could you meet me halfway? Could you give me like something that will help me, you know, make sure that I get the goal accomplished. Like you have to voice your opinions at the goal setting stage. Then you have to sort of review it every three months. And if you see concerns or red flags, you have to bring it to your manager's attention. Uh, because at the end of the day, it's the performance review that's going to get you a promotion. It is so, so, so important um, that I cannot stress this enough. In a lot of companies, high performers are people who get four out of five two years back to back. And once you do that, you qualify for a lot of promotion. So this is the technique I used for my professional development. I always stayed on that four or five. I fought for my score. I fought for the right goals. I worked hard to get those goals. And I focused on those goals. I did not do things that did not serve those goals. I actually kept my focus really, really, you know, on, on the things that are going to get me what I want. Um, if you don't have this 
you know mindset then or this technique then what happens is you are going to waste your time on things that don't add any value to your performance review and then you're going to complain at the end of the year that my manager didn't give me a four so please be proactive when it comes to your performance reviews stay on top of them it is your job and it is your responsibility nobody else cares nobody else actually looks at it also in your performance review, when it's done for the year, you need to go in and use your brag sheet to add all the things you've done. Now, this doesn't mean you're going to just mindlessly list everything. You just want to write a very cohesive paragraph about each goal, about how you showed up for it, how you went above and beyond. Like really take your time with this. I know some of you already do this, but take it to another level where you're really advocating for yourself. You're selling yourself and you're setting yourself for success. If you miss the goal, explain what happened, explain what you did to help the process, explain what how you were able to get what you got in spite of all the issues and all the problems. So please take your time. Like, honestly, I used to take a couple of weeks to finish this and I used to write pages like my manager knew that my review is going to take the longest for him to go through because I did not leave any stone unturned like because that is your job if you're somebody who's leaving these employee comments blank then please change that because that's what's stopping you from getting promoted Uh, also there is a summary in some of the performance reviews where they ask you to tell them your goals your intentions your future ideas for this if you're part of the academy you should have access to the clarity exercise that's why we do the clarity exercise whatever comes up in the clarity exercise you should do it again before the performance review write that in a professional manner that you know in 12 months i see myself leading a team of two people working in a department quality department that's either quality or marketing whatever like write down very specifically what you want because this will set you up for success for me i asked for a quality manager promotion like i applied for it and i had a performance review from the year before where i did the exact thing i did the clarity exercise and i said i want to be a quality manager i want to be in customer facing roles and guess what when i applied they looked at my review and they're like wait this is perfect because she always wanted to do this this clarity is going to take you so much further it's going to create credibility it's going to create you know authority it's going to create this ownership that you have of your career and nobody else can do that for you so do that as well. Um, finally, do not wait till the end of the year or till a position is open to express your interest. Your one-on-one with your managers should be more than your daily things. I know there are so many managers who don't take one-on-one seriously. They just go like, yeah, how's your family? How's your dog? How's your this? Don't do any small talk. Like avoid small talk. Like you can have small talk, but get to the point like tell them do you remember i mentioned about the quality manager job like i i'm still preparing for it what should what should i do is there a project for me is there a map a road map we can build together like i used to do this and my manager used to like sometimes hate me for this but i know why i'm doing it i know my intentions are right and it made him work harder for my professional development Okay, so you have to do this for yourself, which is in every one on one, you bring up a little bit of your intention, maybe every month on a one on one, you say, this is my future intention, this is where I want to go, how can you help me, I really need to know, could you connect me to more people, could you help me with more difficult projects, like whatever you need, but from a high level big picture standpoint, because if you don't do that, and suddenly out of the blue, you say you want a promotion, nobody cares. Okay, so you have to be aggressive, especially if you're young, like you really have to be aggressive on top of it, you're a woman in a male dominated field, 
you have to be aggressive. Unfortunately, they're going to call you aggressive or you can say, oh, oh, well, yes, I am because I care about my career, right? So this is super, super, super important. Again, another exercise from the Y exercise from the clarity loop, have the Y exercise ready because he's going to ask or she's going to ask, why do you want this role? Have your Y ready, right? Have your Y ready for that specific goal and tell them what your Y is because you're so intentional, because you've done the work, because you're so self-aware, the conversation is already going to be very easy and you're going to be confident throughout it. And then finally, talk to relatable role models. This is what I used to do because sometimes we don't know what we want. What's going to help is getting in front of people who are already doing some managerial roles, talking to them about their day to day, asking them, you know, what are the most challenging parts of their job, really just making time to learn more about other roles more about the next steps and building that network of people where you're able to learn from them and then decide for yourself which role would fit my portfolio the best. Uh, Another thing in this regard could be having some of the industry mentors. So internal mentors and your company could also help you with this, right? Like, what do you think will be the perfect fit for me? What, What do you think should be my next big role? And let them talk and you take notes. Um, I did this I did this all the time and I had a lot of people who helped me get clarity every step of the way. In fact, not only clarity, but because I, I was talking to them so proactively and, and I was so I was taking so much initiative that when my name came up for an interview or a promotion, they were the people in the room who said, yeah, she has spoken to me about this. This is a perfect fit for her. So you're going to build allies. You're going to build sponsors. If you talk about it, don't be afraid. Don't be shy to share your ambitions because if you don't share it, nobody can read your mind. So please share it. <laughs> like I'm so passionate about this. Self-advocacy is so much more than just self-confidence or, oh, I'm introvert. I can't say this and I can't say that. No, self-advocacy is like your life is on the line and you need to care about it. Like your profession is on the line. And if you are not passionate about it, then you should change professions. Like you should find a different job because you should be passionate about it. You should be invested in it. You should be ambitious about it and loud about it and proud about it and you should make time for it because if you don't I'm sorry to say this nobody cares you might come across a couple of uh, mentors in your life that really really care for you but they're going to grow old and retire so they can't do this work for you you have to do it unfortunately again being in a male-dominated field you have to do it twice as hard So please don't create more regrets in life. Go for it. Be bold. Take the right actions. Be focused. Get results for your company. Record those results. Show them on your performance review. Be mindful. Do the clarity exercise. Know your why and actually shape that big picture in collaboration with your manager. Create that future vision and then Watch it all unfold. It's going to be so epic and you're going to have so much fun. Going to work every day will feel like, wow, because I advocate for myself because I know exactly where I'm going and I do everything to go in that direction. And I can promise you, you will get all the promotions. You will be a high performer and things will work out for you. So I wish you all the best. And if you have any questions on this topic, send me a message.